gold Where the fire serve cold But the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south The cubs run the north, but the bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the streets Any team make a move and they never skip a beat And in this house, this is where we be Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago, coming from the True Chicago Sports Fans Cave. This is a TCSF podcast with your host E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. We, we are sponsored by Noir Caesar, Villain Radio Studios, and Grick Clothing Company. Right. This week we got two new segments, The Loop. Yeah. Yeah. Where we keep you in the loop about our local teams. And we also got The Five Hole. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> where we talk our ass off <laughs> about Blackhawks hockey. I mean, we got two novices talking about Blackhawks hockey, so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna slip through a couple times, so I'm gonna def- tell you. We're definitely gonna talk out our ass here. <laughs> Just so y'all know. That's right. Three and out. Our usual segment where we talk football with uh, ourselves, and then we all talk with uh, our, our guest, Will. Il Will, right. Il Brown, yeah. Uh, we'll talk to our Bears analyst, Il Brown, and break down the Bears, Bears performance versus TB12 and the Bucks. That sounds like a bad country band. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll also look ahead to next week's game versus the Carolina Panthers. Big Teddy. That's right. But first, this is The Loop. But we keep you in the loop with our Chicago sports news. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. All right, yeah, like uh, Z said, this is the Loop, brand new segment. We're going to talk about a couple teams here that uh, is not necessarily having big news, but enough news that we want to talk about it with you. Uh, number one, Notre Dame moves to 3-0 and this season, their first and possibly only season in the ACC uh, with a 42-26 win over Florida State. Uh, Ian Book went 16-25 for for 201 yards and two touchdowns. Not crazy stats, but it's college, so you kind of get weird stats here. Um, but Kyron Williams with an outstanding rushing day, 185 yards on 19 carries and two touchdowns. I mean, the Bears should be looking at this guy right here. The Bears should be looking at everyone. <laughs> I don't know what what uh, you know how Ian Book is going to look in the NFL. Right now, he's looking decent. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame is ranked number four behind number one Clemson, number two Alabama, and number one three Georgia. I mean, that's a great place to be looking at. Like Clemson looked dominant. I didn't watch the Alabama game, but right. I mean, I did watch the Clemson game. But if Clemson's number one and you're ranked number four, you're pretty close to you know pretty good teams there. But don't forget that's that's without the Big Ten. Yeah, no, so I know, I know, I know. Um, and the other thing too is that for the last couple of years, Notre Dame will sit there in the top ten, and then when they got to play the big boys, yeah, they get spanked. Yeah, yeah. that's the only thing. Mm. Um, what's uh, what's going on with the Bulls? The Bulls, the Bulls actually ponied up. Uh, Mr. Reinsdorf opened up his wallet. Some moths came out. <laughs> and he, they, they, they pointed up for a good coach, Billy Donovan. Nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, this was a surprising move. I mean, when he came available, I was like, the Bulls should go after him because he works well with young talent. Right. Uh, you know, with his coaching experience in, in, the, in the NCAA. And his resume in the NBA shows that he is a proven winner. Yeah, I mean, he's he's had pretty good success in, in the NBA um, they haven't gone too far with him. Uh, OKC looked decent with him. I'm wondering, though, mm-hmm. if Noah had something to do with him coming to Chicago. I mean, it'd be great if we can get Noah here as a mentor. If, you yeah. know, we know Chicago teams. You always bring back a mentor. Right. Yeah, but uh, the Athletics, uh, 
Shams? Shams. Sharnia reported that Donovan and the Bulls agreed on a four-year contract worth $24 million. Usually, Bulls front office does not want to disclose the terms of a contract, especially for a coach. Well, don't forget. So you, this is a scoop. You're also looking at their two new guys in the front office, um, Karnashevich and, um, and, and Mark Eversley. Yes, 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 yes. And Eversley. So, yeah, we have a different regime, so maybe they are going to be doing different things. But, uh, yeah, yeah but this this is not the norm for the Bulls who are disclosing the terms of a contract, especially for a coach. So he was a free agent coming off the loss of the OKC Game 7 loss to the, uh, Rockets, the Rockets yeah, in the first round. So I think this is a good hire, especially with the Bulls regime changing from the top and it's going systemically to the bottom. Right. Now, I, mean, I, I was impressed with what OKC did. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. The Rock, taking the Rockets to Game 7 in the first round of the West Conference With finals. lesser talent. With lesser talent, with much lesser talent yes. compared to the other team. Now the Rockets, uh, the Rockets with Harden and uh, Westbrook and Westbrook are not that good together. I don't, I don't know. No, you have two ball hogs and one ball. Right, <laughs> right. As simple as that. But I mean, it was it was pretty impressive considering the fact that uh, all you had was Chris Paul, <laughs> and and then the rest, Chris Paul and the and the Paulettes uh, or whatever. In the Paulettes, call. yeah, <laughs> good, good boy. That should be a good record. Yeah, good yeah. forty-five record there. One song on it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we'll, we'll bust out the 45s after this. Yeah, um, you got some uh, Bears news, right? Some breaking I, I Bears do. news. Unfortunately, it's worse fears confirmed for the Bears. An MRI confirmed that left guard James Daniels suffered a torn pack and he's out for the season. I mean, this isn't good for the offensive line that's kind of shaky as it is. No. They have not been blocking for Montgomery or for Foles or for Trubisky or no, for I mean, in, the last 25 quarterbacks. I, <laughs> I, I would say he's probably their best offensive lineman right now. He's only 23, mm-hmm. and he had made uh, 31 consecutive starts and appeared in all 37 games since being drafted by the Bears in the second round that's of the That's some consistency, draft. yeah. That's a very consistent for us. Um, yeah, second-year lineman Alex Barr stepped in and gave up a sack right away, but then he settled down and he played pretty well. I mean, that, that might have been nerves, you know, being in the game and getting adjusted maybe to the play calls, maybe to falls, I don't know. Well, not just that, but they're going to attack the guy that just came in the oh, game Oh, definitely, every yeah, time, same thing. Whether like, on offense or defense. He, right, yeah, that, that happens all the way. You know I mean? That, that's very typical and very common of uh, NFL play. If you see a corner come in after the last guy came out, they're going to attack him right away. They're going to throw at him, linemen, all that stuff. I mean, they're going to try, like... Uh, we were just watching sorry, the Washington football team. So and and uh, Alex Smith came in after what oh, six hundred and some odd days of not playing. Yeah, six hundred eighty three days. Yeah, seven thousand different pieces, and uh, and he came in and I think uh, Washington football team uh, gave up like something like seven sacks. Yeah, he was in there. He got sacked many times, and me and you were cringing like. Please don't break again. Please right. don't break. I mean, and we were watching the the, the reaction of his wife and kids, just yeah. like it's, yeah. And I, that first sack was Aaron Donald literally jumping on his back, yeah, he piggybacked him. Oh my like, god! Please stop! Please stop! I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Alex Smith had a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> he took him to school. Yeah, he did take him to school. Okay. All right. So that is our uh, actually a short one today because there's not much that news, uh, much news today. But that is our loop segment for this week. Uh, We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. 
Welcome to the five hole, where we barely sneak by with our limited hockey knowledge. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what do you got for us in our first point, man? Okay, so the Blackhawks will no longer have the crow between the pipes. Ouch. Uh, the Hawks released Corey Crawford after contract negotiations broke down. Uh, he was offered a one-year deal by the Hawks with a massive pay cut from his 2020 salary is about half. Yeah. Uh, he rejected that deal, and then the Blackhawks turned to their younger netminders in Colin Delia and Kevin Lankinen for next season. Uh, they also extended Malcolm Subban, who I've talked about before, and I could never remember his first name. That's mm -hmm. P.K. Subban's little brother. That's right. Um, they gave him an extension, and that's who they brought back. One of the pieces they brought back in the Robert Leonard trade um, and they gave uh, Malcolm a two-year deal. That's right, two years. Uh, Crow has been with the Hawks for his whole career, and he's drafted in 03, and he was an integral part of the 2013 and 15 Stanley Cup championship teams. Crow spoke out about being let go, and he said, I was pretty devastated about not returning to Chicago, and he said, that's all I've known my whole career, and they just wanted to go a different way. I mean, at this point, it's time. I mean, uh, he's he has a lot of injuries that are that have been nagging him. He was in and out of the season this year, last year. Um, I think the Hawks offered him a one year deal, which yep. was maybe like around the two and a half million dollar mark. Yeah, it was about half of what he's making. Right, and he was like, "No, I don't want that. I want more money." No, and the Blackhawks are like, "You know what?" Especially with hockey, the 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 salary cap is so condensed; it's so small. Well, and and it's a hard cap. It, yeah, it's a it's, hard it's cap. It's not you, like NBA where you have the luxury tax, right? You can't go. It's not like baseball or, or you know or NFL or the other teams. Right. You just can't do that. They're locked into their cap, and they have to figure out and maneuver players. And with hockey, you'll see a lot of turnover because of this. And in, in our case, thank you, Crawford. Yeah, you're, absolutely. You, you're I mean, definitely uh, one of my favorites. But it's time to move forward. And Crow had a lot of problems. Um, he was battling alcoholism at one point. Right. He had a lot of concussion issues. Mm -hmm. I think he had vertigo. So over the last couple of years, he did have a lot of problems. Um, but he did he did get scooped up right away. Literally the day after the Hawks let him go, he signed a two-year deal with the, uh, the Devils. The New, Devils. The New Jersey Devils. The Devils. And his, his average annual value is $3.9 So, I mean, that's definitely a lot more than the Hawks were going to give him. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's time to move. All right. <laughs> I just sorry. I'm sorry. Like when it comes to business, I want my Blackhawks to do well. And and, and I was talking to you about this earlier. Before I get the point too, I was telling you this earlier. The Cubs are no longer lovable losers. Right. Right. You're, right. You're, right. You're, you're, we're, we're let's let's put it out there. We're, we're a top marquee market. Okay. Mm -hmm. So our team should not be at the bottom feeding. Like you know, we should not be sucking. Right. <laughs> Right. Put him, and I'm looking at you, Bulls, <laughs> Chicago Bulls. We should not be sucking. Right. And at this point, the Blackhawks have great all-stars on their team. They have underperformed the last couple of years, and we can't have that anymore. We got to be top tier. But they're also looking, right now, they're also looking at a rebuilding year. That's, I mean, at least rebuilding time or It's whatever. more like a retooling, not rebuilding. I but, disagree. I think uh, they're going to be re rebuilding. I re rebuilding is taking your top stars and, and shipping them off for, for draft picks. But we, we talked about it before. You're never getting rid of Taves and Kane. Yeah, we did. We talked about it. Right. So you you can see, still rebuild mm -hmm. while holding on to your top stars. Because that's, I mean, right now you're looking at the Blackhawks. They're going to keep drawing numbers as long as they're allowed in the in the United Center. Mm -hmm. um, but they did uh, they did make a move for one of their, their young guys. They did. The Blackhawks signed uh, Dominic Kubliak to your contract. Kubalik. Kubalik. 
These man, these hockey names. Yeah, these hockey names have like zero vowels. For, for any inner city Chicago <laughs> kids, they, it's it's uh, not quite as easy as it looks. No, man, it was a bunch of Latin kids playing floor hockey. You think I don't know how to, <laughs> to say all this stuff? All right, they got, he got a two year contract extension, uh, three point seven million cap hit. Yeah. Um, he had 30 goals and 16 assists in 68 games in his young career. I mean, I mean this guy's like 25, 26. So. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty young, and and you know he looked really good, especially in the in the uh, Oilers series. Yes, I think he had uh, that first game. He did really well. He kind of disappeared for a little bit, but then he came back, and and then he helped the uh, Hawks get past the Oilers in round one. Yes, they did. All right, uh, did they make some trades, man? Uh, yeah. So the oh, Hawks boy. traded. Oh boy, sad again. <laughs> uh, yeah, they traded Saad and defenseman Dennis Gilbert to the Avalanche in exchange for pending restricted free agent defenseman Nikita Zadorov and defenseman Anton Lindholm. Uh, the Hawks opened up $1.8 million in cap space by exchanging Saad's $6 million contract. Right. Chicago retained $1 million uh, for defenseman Nikita Zadorov's $3.2 million. Uh, Gilbert and Lindholm are currently HL players, so we're talking about basically a straight-up swap for uh, big leaguers, if you want to call them that. Right. And then a couple of AH, AHL players. I mean, I follow AHL a little bit because, you know, we have the Chicago Wolves here. Right. And, you know, they've got multiple championships. So you see a lot of those players being affiliated with a big league team, and then they get moved up and down. So it, they may be AHL players, but they're big league players. Yeah, and I think um, we, we're going to hope to have our, our Blackhawks uh, expert, our yeah. hockey expert. Next week, uh, next Tom week, right? Gurgy, yes. Tom, Gurgy, Tom Geiger next week. Yes. Uh, he okay. should be okay. on to really break this down with us because uh, obviously we're talking out of our five hole here. That's right. Um, but but yeah, I mean, Saad been training again. They brought him back because they were trying to get what they had at him before when they had him in 15. Yeah, like you can't go to the well too many times with these players. I mean, you traded him for a reason and you gave up mm-hmm. one of the younger players that became an all-star. The bread man. Yeah, and, and he and the Bredman was beloved here. Yeah, and that's why he's called the Bredman because Pan Panarin. That's right, Panarin. Yeah, well, you know what? The Blackhawks did make some moves in the draft. They they addressed some needs. They started with the first pick with their left winger Lucas Reichel. Right, Reichel, Reichel, Reichel. Again, you get the easy ones. I'm getting these hard ones. Reichel's yeah. not that bad. Uh, it's a German name. That's it why. Is a, uh, well, it is Oktoberfest. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love Oktoberfest beer. All right, second round, they got a goaltender, Drew Comesso, and he's from the U.S. national team. So they have a lot of film on him, and they got a little bit more familiarity with him. So I think that was a good pick. I think this goaltender is maybe about a year or two away from playing between the pipes of the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're hoping to find their goalie of the future with the, so- the stockpile of netminers they have now. Yes, it is. So they're going to have like a goalie by committee until they- one of them sticks. Right, because you got Subban, you got Delia. Um, and you got Camesso now, the the young guy. So it'll be interesting. And like I said before, I mean, it's sad to see Crow go. We kind of, you know, you got attached to these yeah, guys. Yeah, with nostalgic. He was there for two championships. Yeah, right. Was, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's really what it is when these guys win championships. But you don't want to be part of the other uh, tenant of the United Center where they hold on to guys for too long. Right. And this is something we, I, I think I discussed last, last episode, two episodes ago, where I told you what the Bill Belichick, you know, yeah, philosophy. philosophy. When you, you're too early instead exact, of when you're too late. Right. Exactly. So I'd rather him not be making, you know, five million against the cap right. and he's not playing. So when, when you're trying to retool or rebuild or however you want to phrase it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Two Chicago sports fans, it's time to pay some bills. We'll be right back. I'll be back. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, Let's do that hockey. 
Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh gear from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create simple, classic clothing that represents their Southside Chicago lifestyle. With products like hats, t-shirts, hoodies, and glassware, Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% to your entire order. That's GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. Are you ready for some football? Every day, twice on Sunday. It's time for some Bears talk. This is three and out. All right, E, we got some three and out, both for offense and defense this week. We got a lot of information. Let's kick it off with the offense the Foles is still in the house, brother. Ooh, baby. Yes. There's some Foles in this house. 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 Foles is still in the house. Nick Foles with uh, what, 38 for 42. 30 for 42 with 243 yards. Okay. One TD, one interception. We've talked about being okay and not making mistakes. Just right. good enough. Let the defense do what they do and don't mess it up for the defense. Yeah, I mean, it's not very spectacular, but they did enough to win the game. Right. He looked lost in the first half, yeah. but came back in the second half, slinging it all over the place. Except for the first drive in the second half. I was screaming when they got, because at the end of the first half, they were able to get those two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They, they squeaked in knowing that they, they were getting the ball yeah. to start the first or start the third quarter. And then those two plays to start the third quarter were very frustrating. I'm yeah. not even going to lie. I mean, he kind of did look like first-team All-State or something, you know? Yeah. It's first-team All-State. I can put the ball wherever I want to. I'll make it rain out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's, your, what's the second point for offense, brother? Uh, Montgomery, he only rushed for – he rushed 10 times for 20 t- 29 yards and a touchdown. We need to feed him. Feed me. Feed him more. Uh, Nagy, hello, can you hear me? Oh, would that make <laughs> you love me? Uh, I'm not an idiot. Then give him the ball. You keep talking about it. Then actually uh, run the ball. I mean, come on. We've been saying this for, for years now. You've got to run the ball. It opens up the passing game. Once you run the ball, the, everybody's going to come down towards you, the, the offensive line. And guess what? You can open up the deep ball from there. Exactly, exactly. Um, and they also have Lamar Miller, who's sitting on the practice squad right now. Do you think it's time to bring him up? It's time to bring... It's Miller time. The track becomes a railroad again. It's Miller time. Oh, oh, what, what? Oh, it's Falls time and Miller time? Yeah. All right, my yeah, kind of place. The, the problem is, is that the other Miller we got on the team ain't doing all that great. Oh, that guy? Yeah. So, <laughs> oof, oof. All right, what's number three? Number three, A-Rob. Ten receptions for 90 yards. Now, uh-huh. I wish he broke the 100-yard mark, but, you know, at the same time, the offense didn't dictate for that. Don't forget that the one interception that Foles had, Yes. that was, that was A-Rob's that was fault. Yeah, it was that A-Rob's fault. weird, awkward jump in the air where his knee hit the ball yeah what was that who does that this isn't you know we're playing on the blacktop you know we're sixth graders throwing the you know slinging the ball around that's not what we're doing right this is nfl football you've be able to got to be able to catch the ball with your hands not your chest not your knees yeah with your hands that was super super weird i mean i'm pretty sure that 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 db was like he felt like he was covering a racehorse like trying to cover a racehorse <laughs> <laughs> all right he what you got for defense uh defense uh trevathan seven tackles uh roquan smith and fuller with six tackles and speaking of fuller 
He knocked Keshawn Vaughn into next week. Man down. We got a man down. Man down. Man down. That was that was nuts. You see him like get trucked. First, my first thought was like, well, that's a flag. Yeah. My second thought was like, well, that's awesome. My third <laughs> thought was like, the ball's on the ground, and guess what? Go get it. Go get it. And guess who got it? Uh, our new guy, the new guy, right? Uh, that's Quinn. Yeah, 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 Dr. Quinn? Dr. Quinn. And the medicine man. The medicine man. <laughs> uh, here, I found a pill on the ground. It's yes. brown, and I'm going to recover it. One thing about that is that I didn't notice, I, what I did notice is that a lot of players were just looking around, and he dove on the ball. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I think once you see a hit like that, if you saw that happen in the middle of the street, you'd be like, oh, what happened? And then you'd let your car go into neutral and hit another car. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, I think that was more shock value. But guess what? Bringing back Fuller, giving that man his money, has proved to pay off dividends. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right, let's move on. Move on. You know who, who came back to play this game? Who? Mac man, Mac Cue that man, music, Mac brother. Man, Mac man. This brother had two sacks, two tackles for loss, one pass batted down, and three hits on time. It doesn't matter what your name is! Well, damn, if that's how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he also had a great AWWE hip toss of a 320-pound rookie, Tristan Whiffs. Whiffs, who, who, when I look, when you look at the list that was of a, rookies... That was the sound that he made as he flipped. Whiff. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing is when you when you look at uh, Tristan Wirfs, he is a he's rated like the third overall rookie like four weeks into the season, yeah, or five weeks into the season, wherever they kind of landed that that stat. So I mean, we're not talking about some chump, we're no, about a player who's been playing very well. No, I mean he he looked like a jabroni. Jabroni, J A B R O N I X Y Z A B C. Oh, it doesn't matter how you spell jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got for number three, man? Uh, number three, the defense did its job of bending but not breaking, only allowing 19 points for the second week in a row. Yes. And like I said before, if you hold a team to under 21 points in today's NFL, there is no excuse for you not to win the game. Agreed. There's no way that you're going to win if you don't score points, right? That's the name of the game. Exactly. If you hold them to under 21 in today's NFL, you should be scoring 35 points and getting that easy W. Exactly. All right. Let's punt it to Il Brown Il for our Brown. fourth down, and he'll give us our good, bad, and ugly. What's up, Will? How are you? Maintaining, man. Over here, rocking my team issue stuff still. Oh, that's oh, boy. dope. If you, y'all can't see it, but... but our boy Il, Il Brown there is holding up these dope Chicago oh. Bears Nike limited edition kicks. Oh, dude, they're sweet. Yeah, man. Gonna, once, our, once our team out here, go get ours. Uh, <laughs> man, we got to just go up to Alice Hall, man. You know, they're not letting anybody in with COVID, man. So yeah, I guess that's little true. Little I guess that's true. All right, man. So let's break it down with your good, your bad, and your ugly. What is your good? Good defense back in full effect. Pass rush. Yes. That's the pass rush we've been waiting on. Let's That's keep right. it up. That's right. Makes a huge difference. Let's keep Let's it go. up, man. That that gets the quarterback's clock sped up. Got the chance for turnovers, as you can see. Kyle Fuller layeth the smack it down. Yes, My sir. Goodness. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It's like, like I can hear Kenan Ryu's voice when he hit him. Just how are you can. And then the ball just, <laughs> and it's just, so yeah, that's, that's my good, man. Defense in full effect, pass, rush, secondary, 
hey, hey, all, hey they, they, they came with it, man. I mean, man, let's let's keep you, it moving. I'm excited. You, man. Y'all can't tell you me. Notice, <laughs> you notice how much how much better of a mood you're in when the Bears win, especially when they won. When they win and they have his signature plays like knocking down Brady and then Max turnovers. standing over him. Creating turnovers. Tur- creating turnovers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going back to that Lovey Smith of mentality, let's create turnovers. Right. Absolutely, man. See, we need a little bit of lovey. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yes. Man, you know, I think we should coin that phrase. Just, you know, a little bit of lovey. You know what a little bit, a little bit of lovey. That's dope. <laughs> All right, man. So now that we got the good, what's your bad? Okay, bad. Run blocking. Good Lord. Uh, is yeah, there any man. free agents available? Like, we can't we can't. There was a free the agent available. He's playing for New York now. Yep, that was my guy. Yeah, yeah. We 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 should have signed him, and now we we're down one with James Daniels with the pec injury. Uh, yes, sir. We got to figure out this run blocking, man. I mean, Castillo, uh, Coach Castillo can only do so much, man. Uh, it, it's it's like the guys didn't lift weights this off season or something, man. Like, <laughs> like I mean, I, Castillo I has has Montgomery. yeah, Castillo has his workout for uh, a work cut out for him, and he's been actually. Improving from week to week, and I know we've been talking about it with you, how good of a coach he is, and you've seen the improvement from week to week, especially now on the second week with Nick Foles. It was a big difference. The only thing is that the run, uh, the run pass, uh, run blocking was not yeah. there. Yeah, I, well, I don't know what's yeah. going on with that. I mean, well, we're, run, we're talking about. Go ahead. You know, yeah, real quick, uh, run blocking is a uh, is a rhythm thing. You yes. have to give you have to get an offense not line enough repetitions. To get lathered up. That's what we like to call it, man. About yeah, third, gotcha. fourth quarter, they should be mauling guys. But if you're only giving them 12 attempts to run block, they just yeah, not, they're just it, not getting enough it's reps. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, when we look when we look at the total stats, um, we're talking, talking about passing yards, Bears with 208, Pucks uh, with 233, rushing yards, Bucks 106. Okay, that's average. With that's fine. Expected. That's fine. The week before, I think um, Colts had 103. Mm-hmm. Bears had 28 mm-hmm. rushing yards against the Colts. This week, 35. 35 rushing mm-hmm. yards. Not good enough. What's the What's that's the not... problem here? Yeah, what, what, I mean, I don't understand what the issue is. Personnel is it like we uh we, we we've got a, a pass block heavy O line man. We uh our right tackle. Uh, I don't. I don't know. He was brought here to ball, and he hasn't done it in his whole tenure here. Uh, right. I mean, we we just got a lot of finesse old linemen, man. We we need some maulers in there, man, so we can really get this old scheme going. It starts with the guards, in my opinion. I like uh, White here. He's he's perfect at center, right? But but it, it's, Daniel, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, Daniel's going down. That's definitely gonna hurt, though. Yeah, that's gonna hurt, man. But Alex Bars. Uh, Excelled at run blocking in Notre Dame, so we may actually see him. Look at that, another Notre Dame guy. Notre Dame, baby. That's right. Yeah, Dame, baby. Man. All right, so what's your ugly, bro? Matt Nagy again, man. Here you oh, go. Oh, boy. Matt, back on the hot seat with your boy, man. This whole thing with the run blocking, like I was saying, man, it's his inability to commit to the run game, man. Like, you yeah. have to live with it, man. Like, we need at least 20 attempts. Like, I don't care who gets the ball, but we need the attempts. The old line. Well, well don't, we give, don't, it to, don't know. give it to Patterson. Don't no, give it to Patterson. I, I, I don't understand. The whole Patterson experiment I, needs to go. I'm done I with need it. Montgomery to get 20 touches. Yes. yes. It's foolishness for, for a back with his vision and speed as good as his to not get 20 he, touches. And, and he, if, he's if, durable. And if you watch him, he has a little bit of Le'Veon Bell in him where he's looking for the hole and the hole is just never appearing. Absolutely, man. And that's and, and like I said, man, that's all about you know play calling, man. The balance is way off. 
the guys are so used to pass setting, man, that they're not firing off into the run game, man. Like I said, now, it's a rhythm thing. They, they got to run the, the thing, ball. Though, because when you look at them, they're taking a long time to really get going on offense to the to the point where they're down 13 going in with like five minutes left in the, in the first half and right. then they finally be able to score those quick touchdowns at the end. It almost seems like that's all Foles is going to do. He's going to be cold for a, a quarter and a half and then at the end of the second half, then he starts to heat up. It, it seems like the Bears are doing that rope-a-dope. Right. I, I'm going to sit back and right. I'm going to let you tire yourself and I'm going <laughs> to take all these hits and then at the end, I'm going to come and knock you out. Right. You can't do that every game. Right. Nah, man. There's some offenses in the NFL that's going to be like, oh, rope-a-dope, and they're going to just knock you out. You're gonna be right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, it's, it's like I said, man. You 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 skating on thin ice playing this style of football. We we have to go back to the fundamentals. And uh, so what do you what do you think about the overall on. performance? Uh, overall performance. Uh, let's go. Offense gets a C plus for me. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Can't run the ball in the NFL. You're gonna be yeah. limited in what you can do. Uh, defense gets an A plus for me, man. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not every day, you know, you get to go in the whole time. A Tom Brady led offense under nineteen points, and he's it's not you know, just not every day. It's the first time they've ever beat Tom yeah, Brady ever, just, ever, absolutely. ever, ever, ever. Absolutely, you know. since since he's been in the league, man. So they got the they finally were able to give Brady his first. First L, that, that gets an A-plus for me right right off the bat. As, right there, especially him running off the field with time still on the clock and not shaking hands oh, with he nobody. Pulled an, he pulled an Isaiah Thomas. He pulled a LeBron. <laughs> oh, I know people I, don't want to hear it, I, but I was, he pulled a LeBron. I, I at least went Chicago. This guy went nah. off, the, off the books here. No, man. I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter not him not coming to the Bulls. All right, so what, what would you say is the number one thing the Bears need to clean up? Uh, man, it, it's definitely the, uh, the run blocking, man. Nick Foles is a pro. Yeah. He'll he'll settle in with the offense. He'll get he'll get accustomed to his weapons. They'll, those guys will get their chemistry going. But the run blocking, man, we got we got a we got a bell cow running back. David Montgomery is capable of 20, 25 touches a game. As you can see, he's even effective in the in the uh, receiving game. He has seven catches. So right. he's yeah, your guy. Yes. He did. And and like we saw in that film, he was the one. Uh, you know, him connecting or Nick Foles connecting with him um, was the reason that they were able to get. Where they need to get to win the game, right? Yeah, and uh, real, real quick, man. And then this, this is all I got for you guys this week, man. I, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that play would uh, where we sealed the game. Uh, it, it was so dope to see Nick Foles diagnosed. Oh, on, he on called. Fly. I see, yeah, he it, called it, was, it all yes, on the line. Yes. Beautiful. Oh man, it, it was poetry in motion to see that man. He, he he was he was he was so quick. To, like the first thing you see, he he uh, yells dynamite. That's the protection call for the old line. You immediately see white hair look up, check to the lineman, make the yes. call for them. Then okay. he, the next thing he sees is Shaq Barrett come in motion, looks like he's going to blitz, but then he points back to the safety. And then if right there, he's like, okay, he's going to peel. Then he says, three's dead, three's dead. If you know who three is, that's the third man from the center. That's the third. Right. That's the third hat. Third hat's not blitz. Three's dead. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Then after All that, right. he immediately... Immediately makes eye contact with A Rob, and he's like, "Rub, rub, 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 rub." Sunday, right. Sunday is the cadence. Hikes the ball. He already knew he had the wheel route, and I was exactly. yelling oh, at the screen, "Like, we got the wheel route. We got the wheel route." He got through it, and he just puts it on perfect. I'm like, "You can win with that guy." Period, bro. I'm gonna so tell I you what. I can't wait because soon enough, 
We're gonna have you make us some uh, YouTube videos, bro. Oh, it's, gonna be, it's, it's gonna be so fun, man! I get to pull that's my next, lace point out. That's our board. next progression in our football analysis, bro. I can't wait for you to pull yeah, that out. First. Yeah, please. Yeah, We're, I mean, just just you talking about this, even though I've heard it on the radio and I saw it live. Right. I learned way more just hearing it from you. Right. Than than all that stuff. I mean, to it see the like X's and know the way you're telling me. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. So let me. I, I mean, I don't want to harp on Matt Nagy, but I, I, this is one thing I will say. Coming out of the uh, coming into the second half of the game, mm-hmm. those plays were so frustrating. They're going sideline to sideline. If you got the ball, you just scored to end the first half, why not be more aggressive? I don't think he's sure of himself as a play caller yet, man. And yeah. Like I've and been saying, people forget how young he is as far as a play caller goes. Mm-hmm. He's, got, he's still got, you know, he's got to get his feel down, man. It's gonna, that takes a while. Andy Reid will tell yeah. you that. Like he said, it took yeah. him years to, you know, get, get into his rhythm. You, you saw... Uh, Last year, man, uh, with the, the Packers coach. I always forget his name. Uh, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur struggled calling plays last year. Right. And he, and Rodgers hated him. And he ate that film of all offseason. And now yeah. they're like poetry in motion on offense, man. It doesn't even matter who they put in the game. Well, Nagy's here, what, is this year three or year four for Nagy? See, he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers. And that's the big that's, difference. Well, I guess, that, I guess that, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter. All right, uh, what, all right. Well, uh, what are our predictions for next week against the three and two Carolina Panthers? They just beat the uh, the uh, the birds again. Oh, the absolutely. Can you say trap game? Do not take yes. these guys lightly. Teddy no, Grant they look good. Trap, trap, trap game for who though? For them or for us? Trap, trap game for us still because no, because no Christian McCaffrey. Is you know you would think that the Bears are like okay, we don't have to worry about McCaffrey. They still got some weapons, man. Uh, Davis has been solid for them. Uh, yeah, DJ he's a play for us. Stud. We know. Yeah, yeah we, we, DJ Moore's a stud. We were watching that game earlier, and we're like, "Oh, what happened to Run DMC last year? What was that? They, who's this Mike Davis guy? I don't remember him. I remember he had a blue and orange at some point. I don't remember him ever playing for us." Mm. Uh, shoot. Well, if it was Run DMC, <laughs> then uh, then uh, DMC stopped rapping. Uh, That's right. <laughs> they were they were no bars being spit last year. But uh, but I, but I'll tell you what though I, I feel like if one thing you still have so much criticism on the Bears, um, whether it comes from fans, whether it comes from analysts, um, I posted a graphic up on the page and it was USA Today that predicted the Bears would have three wins on the season, and oh, of yeah. course now we're now we're gloating because we got four. But I, I'm gonna give you a couple weird things that I saw on Facebook in the last uh, couple days. Number one, and these are just people's comments that I've seen in groups and things mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the number one is, is our number eight pick, Roquan Smith, isn't any good. He's fast, and that's it. Okay? You're right, right. That face, look, I, y'all, yeah. can't, y'all I, can't see this. I wish I could see his but, face. But that face and the head scratch, <laughs> well, I'm like, who are, that, this is the problem. Is when you, deal, you deal with meathead, uh, meathead uh, uh, sports fans, yeah. and I, I, I forgot about it. When I, once I really de- dove into analyzing sports, I'm like, oh, wait. Everyone is a meathead. Okay, so that's just one weird thing. Okay, number two, anyone remember when the Bears overpaid for Jimmy Graham? That's that's another comment that popped out today. Now, granted, he wasn't he didn't do great in Green Bay. He didn't do great in Seattle, but he's been pretty damn good for us here. Yeah, uh, he needs to be he's more a, involved though. Yeah, they, they need to just get him more touches, man. Like he's in yeah. great shape. He he looks he looks. Uh, 
man, he looks rejuvenated, man. Get him the Absolutely. ball more, man. Yeah, and he, he looks excited to be here. I, I feel like, I, I, and I don't know if it's just Aaron Rodgers' demeanor or what it is, but I mean, you go up there and highly, I feel like like players that, especially when you're getting a, a guy who's trying, has something to prove, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is like, man, get the hell, I don't need you, get out of here. You know what I mean? I think that's just Aaron Rodgers' demeanor. Yeah. He's very standoff. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers feels like he can do it with anybody. Or or by himself, well, for that matter. Not uh-huh. Danica Patrick. <laughs> so oh, yeah. The last, the last thing that, that, that had popped up was, and I thought it was brilliant, whoever this person was. I just copied and pasted it so mm-hmm. I could read it. Mm-hmm. Just, which one of you idiots kept saying our defense was awful? I love that. Yes, because our defense is never awful. Right. I, I thought that was it's, fantastic. That was one of my favorite it's, lines. It's that foolishness, I man. Offensive exactly. numbers are up league-wide. I'll give yes. you a quick reason why. It's more of a chess match. There's not 60,000 fans screaming at the top of their lungs yes. in the stadium. You can hear yes. every cadence, every check. And yes. some of that terminology and verbiage, you recognize. So yes. you, you have to make three, four checks, you know what I mean, during the, during the duration of a play. And more, more, more often than that, uh, the offensive line. Every, everybody can hear everything. So, right, you there's a lot of non miscommunication going on. So, if I'm, if, you know, if I'm the mic and I'm, I'm hearing stuff that I saw on film study. It's like, yo, let me get the forget the film. Let me get the broadcast version of this game, so oh, I yes. can hear all that. You know what and I'm depending- saying? Depending yeah. on the team that you play for, a lot of the terminolo- terminology is going to be it's very similar to the team because you have you have a lot of incest. Shut your mouth! As far as the coaching goes, it's just that's real. Like the coaching tree. So like they're like, oh yeah, I remember when so and so was with us, and this is the terminology he's going yeah. to play. Absolutely, yeah, man. Right, a lot of scheme similarities, man. So you got you got to be like I've never heard uh, any Bears quarterback ever in history use Sunday Sunday as a cadence. And that's literally like Huck one, Huck two. It's always right, been gotcha. white. You guys gotcha. heard that for years. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? All right, brother. Give us your prediction for next week against the Carolina Panthers. Give us your uh, score. Okay, I think the Bears feel like they let one guy get away with uh, that Colts L. So they're going to come out focused against uh, an undermanned Carolina team that uh, that's still very good. And I, my prediction for the score will be Bears 24, Panthers 17. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, okay. Okay. I think it'll be like a 24-20 game, but I, I mean, it's still a W, though. I, I'm going to go 20 to 13. Okay. Or win? You know, I'm always... I'm. Here's the thing. <laughs> you, you want to talk about a meathead, I'm always going to think they're going to win. Uh, unless it's Kansas City, I'll be like, if it's Kansas City, I'll be like, oh, 67 and negative three. Yeah. <laughs> Want to give a quick nine bears related shout out man, sure. To, sure. To, my, to my San Diego player partner, man. I had the opportunity to run a lot of camps with him. Alex Smith, you are the man. Oh Back my in God, action yeah. today. Was, yeah, he so looked dope. Yeah, it's, unfortunately, he doesn't have a good, good supporting cast around him, but nah. it was great to see him on the field. It's a great field story. Uh, great story for him and his family to be able to be uh, back on the field and. Uh, NFL. I mean, we we were very excited to see him because we were sitting over here in the fan cave yeah. over here watching the game, and we're like, "Oh, I think Kyle Allen has a uh, concussion." Oh, wait, yeah, he took it pretty hard. Wait, wait, is it is is that Alex Smith? Yeah, it was. Oh, and every time, every time someone came near, and we're like, "Oh, 
Don't break. Uh, don't break. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm super happy for him. I, I I am happy that he was able to overcome everything he went through, that, ter- that terrible injury. And he's still with the same team mm-hmm. where he had the injury. And that, to me... You can say whatever you want about the name of the Washington football team, which I slipped up a couple times earlier. You say whatever you want about them changing the name and, and whatever it is. I, I'm glad they finally got that part right. But the fact that the injury happened while he was on their team and they stuck by him and he's back under center, at least for right now, that is a huge right. Thing. That's a, it's huge for the team and it's huge for him. Good for morale. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, man. And... He'll be your next quarterback of the Chicago Bears next season. Oh! Oh! oh. You heard and it with here that, first, baby. That, that's right. All right. Woo. All right, everybody. That is Bears analyst Il Brown making his bold prediction for next year. Wow. Check him out every week on his Bears expertise. And don't forget to check out his podcast, Beat the Block, available on all major platforms. Thanks, Will. Always a pleasure, gang. All right, brother. Peace. All right, everyone. Let's take a pause for the cause and hear a word from our sponsors. Is the first anime manga company to feature characters of color, bringing a level of flair and authenticity to the genre as a whole. With influences ranging from Japanese manga and animation, Western comics, streetwear, hip hop, and various forms of cinema, Noir has created a unique style that can be appreciated by the masses. Check out noircesar.com for more information. Welcome back to Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. It's that time again. You know what it is? Uh-oh. It's time for stirring the pot. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. What do you got for us today, E? Well, you know, it is, uh, it's almost time for Halloween. Please do not say spunk, pumpkin spice, bro. No. Hell no. Hell no. Uh, excuse me, we are men. We do not drink extra spicy, extra pumpkin spice here. Thank you very much. I have one here, and this comes directly from my friends Renee and Nicole and a couple of my friends back from my app family. Oh, uh, boy. Marissa and Casey, this is directly for you guys. Oh, boy. Candy corn, yes or no? Hell no. Right, exactly. Thank you. I, this is look. I'm not even gonna dispute it. No, no, bro. Denied. It's it's like spicy candles or cut. I no no. I, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't. I don't want a recollection of my like six year old memory of eating that BS. Never ever again do I want to taste that. If I want to eat, you know what? I'd rather eat a candle that you have right behind you. Oh, and, and candles. That'll, I know like, it tastes better than that. I feel like candy corn is for kids who eat crayons as kids. Yeah. And, and then got real nostalgic and then eat crayons as adults. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, my God. It's the worst Halloween candy of all time. <laughs> I have no words, man. I really have no... You surprised the heck out of me with that one because there's no way... I mean, it's like a 1% population yeah, that yeah. loves this crap it's awful it's it's disgusting i'm uh, sorry y'all. who keeps making this oh uh, well the, the, they make it for them four suckers out there they're eating this crap <laughs> oh my god all right so while we're in the topic yes top three halloween candies top three. Ooh. starting number three starting number three starting number three i'm gonna go with the uh, bite-sized snickers uh, i'm with it i'm with it all i'm right. with it 
number two. I'm gonna go Twix. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I'm, I kind of like the chocolate family there, but yeah. Yeah. I'm number one. The, number one has got to be Reese's. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna. The only thing I'll dispute <laughs> you on is number two. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with peanut M and M's. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going yeah, with peanut M and M's, yeah, and there's yeah. a peanut theme through here. Yeah, you can't beat the taste of peanut and chocolate. No, you can't. That's just it right there. Oh my god, so, we agreed on two different points on two different foods today. Know, oh my god, I know, I know. <laughs> it must I be know. Halloween. It, it must be. It must be kids <laughs> that grew up near the same area. Oh, that's that, true. That, that didn't have a lot of money growing up the, and yes. ate the same terrible candy we were kids. <laughs> and now that I can afford my own candy, I'm not <laughs> eating spicy candles. Oh my goodness. Or sugar candles or whatever you want to call them. Go like a tree. <laughs> 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 I almost fell off the chair. <laughs> man, let's wrap this up, man. Oh, man. All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for our sponsors, Nora Caesar, Villain Radio Studios, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out gritclothingco.com and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. Thanks to our Bears analyst, Ill Brown. Don't forget to check out his podcast, Beat the Block, which is available on all major platforms. Shout out to Ronesh, our producer, Jay Soto. Shout out to Mike Logic and Ideal from the All Net Podcast. Check them every other Monday, and especially now during the NBA Finals. Uh, check us out on our social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. We just recorded a little video for y'all this morning. Granted, you know, we're a little long in a tooth and getting gray but uh we're trying to figure it out y'all uh don't forget to find us on find us on facebook instagram youtube spotify and reach out to us on our email we want to hear from you reach us at true chicago sports fans at gmail.com hey, hey didn't you uh work all this week on something this week i did i did we what do you got for us we got a brand new website yes we have a domain coming soon this is kind of a soft opening is what i've been calling it uh just to kind of get something out there for y'all if you go to our page on facebook true chicago sports fans you can see the website the the address is a little weird like i said once we uh get our finishing touches on it we will give you the direct um address for the website yeah big news coming soon big news it is coming out soon but uh check it out you can actually listen to the show directly from the website yes, so check sir. us out check go on our facebook page click that link um you can leave us comments you can check out the latest flyers all the news that is coming out and you can see that directly on our facebook page and next uh i think within the next few weeks we should have our domain up awesome awesome so that's it for today, y'all. And until next time, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Yeah. I'm a man. Full grown man. <laughs> Go like a tree. <laughs> a few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. <laughs> Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.